2: Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, tirerack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to Tirec.com slash sports.
3: Fox Sports Radio welcome inside final hour of the Doug Gottlieb show Jason Smith Mike Harmon in for Doug today we got a big NBA story coming your way in about 20 minutes because there's something that we've seen for years now in the NBA that just ain't what it used to be but clearly another day another day with drama involving Aaron Rodgers it's the gift that keeps on giving Mike Harmon every day is a new story and and I say this and people go yeah yeah whatever no every day there has been an Aaron Rodgers story since the bombshell dropped the day of the draft when Adam Schefter said doesn't want to go back there he's talked to people about is something new it's either from the Packers perspective or Aaron Rodgers perspective or Jordan Love or what other teams are saying every day we're going to have a story every single day until he gets traded every single day it's going to be like the like the Ripken consecutive game streak every day we're going to have an Aaron Rodgers story we're going to talk about from the beginning of the draft until the day he gets traded. I want to say the the best
5: part of the the Schefter is that he had to walk it back saying, well, it it was really an amalgam of just a bunch of little notes (laughs) as opposed to an actual story that he just happened to release on draft day. Get out of here with that nonsense, but uh, it got the uh, added some more uh, oxygen to the fire, right? And while we still haven't had anything direct from Aaron Rodgers, it's fun, and it's fun to watch the executives squirm. This is one for all the little guys. Everybody that's the I hate my boss, I hate the people I work for out there, all of you out there, <laughs> wherever you're at, you may not be able to shout it out uh, in, in in your workplace. Maybe you're in your car. Maybe you can do it there. Uh, but the this is the look at them squirm. Look at them <laughs> Look at them publicly have to do everything they can to walk back every decision, every word, every glowing uh, critique right of what they saw early from Jordan Love. Yeah, he's coming along nice. Go back to some of the verbiage they were using as they got through rookie mini camps a year ago. Uh, it's just good theater. And, and for me, again, I've got a bottle of champagne on ice for if Aaron Rodgers were to leave the mm-hmm. division. Uh, of the NFC North uh, for all my Chicago friends and family. Uh, it's a day they've awaited for many, many years. <laughs> I don't think it, well, this is how anybody would have expected it to go. You figured just, you know, old age and, you know, broken bodies would, would be the, the end. But when you've had 30 years of Favre and Rodgers, uh, well, nothing's normal about that either.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah, you know, welcome to my world where I had Dan Marino from yeah. 83 to 99. I had 2000 off right years after that. And then I had Tom Brady from 2001 all the way until last year. So I've yeah. had two of the top five quarterbacks of all time in my division since I was 12 years old. Yeah. All right. One year I had one year I had, uh, hey, all right, glorious? I got a break. <laughs> one year I had a break. No, no, no. Now we're back at it. See, you really enjoyed um, that year, though. It was fun. The Jets were 9-7. and seven. We almost made the playoffs. It was, it was that a was, fun year.
5: That was the year they drafted Lavernius Coles and such, right?
3: <laughs> right. That's when we beat Keyshawn in Tampa Bay, and it was so much fun. Oh, yeah, you no, know, I had a good 2000. It was, and then it was back to, okay, now okay. you're back. Now here's Tom Brady. Uh, but before we get to where Aaron Rodgers is going to take his first snap of the 2021 season, uh, let's go over what Matt LaFleur had to say today. Packers head coach uh, having a press conference, and he talked about uh, the Aaron Rodgers situation. And he said, hey, there's no new news here. Boy, we really got to keep Aaron around. Take a listen. I've got nothing new to to update, and uh, we still obviously feel the same way. It's, uh, you know, we want him back in the worst way. I know he knows that. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll continue to work at it each and every day. You know, here's what I, I – I, <laughs> Here's they're what, sending him any fruit baskets. <laughs> Whatever we want, let's send. What, what does There's he need? Some more what does he need? Flowers. Let's send him more. There's you know, a let's new send, tractor.
5: Let's, <laughs> it's a new. I know. Oh, wait, that was Matt Nover and blue chips. Yeah,
3: that was that was blue chips. Someone's just gonna walk up and say, "Are you Aaron Rodgers?" Yeah. Well, here's the keys to your new car. It's not my car. No, here it is. Take it. Take it. Bye, Aaron. New guy walks away. You know, here's here's what everybody. Um, misses and doesn't get when it comes to Aaron Rodgers is going to stay with the Packers, right? He's going to stay. The Packers aren't going to trade him. He's going to stay. He's going to stay. It's not up to the Packers. It's not up to the Packers. I mean, I heard Colin talking about this this morning that, hey, uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to stay. The Packers, all these reasons why the Packers won't trade him. It's not up to the Packers. It's up to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is not going to play for the Green Bay Packers if he doesn't want to. And then the Packers are going to have to trade him. For everybody who thinks the Packers have the hammer in this situation, really? Every star player has the hammer over a team. It doesn't matter what kind of contract they have. It doesn't matter where they're sitting at. It doesn't matter what money they're making. Star players have all the cachet because all they need to do is say, I'm done playing. I'm not going to do it. And Aaron Rodgers is going to be a guy who is more than happy with sitting at home. He'll be. I'll sit home until you trade me. Goodbye, everybody. Let me know. Let me know when that trade happens because I'm not going to play. And the Packers are going to sit back and go, well, you can sit home all you want to. We're not going to trade you. And then they're going to trade him. Why? Because everybody always gets traded and the Packers know we have an asset that we're not getting anything about. And if he's really not going to come play for us, we got to get something for him. So for all of this, all the Packers, are, it's not up to them. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to play, he's not going to play. And do you really think he's going to show up for the first day of training camp going, yep, ready to go, guys. I know the offseason was the Season, but I'm ready. I'm ready. I, everything is done, man. This is great. I'll give me a football. I'm ready to throw. He's not going to show up. He's played his last down for the Packers because he wants out and he has all the power and he's going to sit at home until they trade him to New Orleans uh, New Orleans. Until they trade him to San Francisco, (laughs) they trade him to Denver, they trade him someplace. I'll tell you where he's gonna wind up going in a couple minutes. But he's gonna sit home and do that. So to sit here and say to the Packers, why would they trade him? They're gonna do it's not up to them. It's up to Aaron Rodgers. And when a guy doesn't want to play there, guy gets traded. James Harden was done playing with the Houston Rockets. What happened? Two days later he was a net anybody who any star who is done playing for their team they're going to be on to another team it may not always be the team of their choice but they're going to be somewhere else this is Aaron Rodgers who owns all of the leverage here in this situation the Packers have none of it and they kind of know that well we really want to make it work we wanted we really need to they know because they would be more hardline stance hey you know what we don't talk about this guy this is not we're we're going forward with the players we have here we're not talking to Aaron Rodgers no they know that Rodgers has every Thing on his side. He has all the leverage.
5: Well, I think it would be fun to watch it play out. right? Again, we, we like good theater here. Uh, you and I on our, our show here, weeknights on Fox Sports Radio, and and certainly we know Doug does as well, right? Movie references, so why not get some popcorn and watch it play out, right? A lot of begging, a lot of wishing, a lot of, a lot of hoping. Uh, look, I'd love to see the Packers just try to drag it out and just say, alright, how, how much did you really like Jeopardy? Or to get him to do a James Harden to where he actually sits behind a podium and says, you know what, I can't win with these guys. And and I don't think he'd be talking about his teammates in this case. I, I think he'd be pointing his finger on down the road and going, hey, you kicked a field goal, and you picked this other guy. And we could have done some magnificent things. And in the end, look, we've seen all the di- dissection of the draft picks, right? Is I think the draft picks – for the Packers have been put up against any quarterback that started more than two seasons with a National Football League team at this point. How did it do against this guy? Can't do it against the Jets because you really didn't have many guys have two full seasons uh, at the helm. Uh, even Sam Darnold doesn't really count because he saw ghosts and he had mono, and that kind of limited you know at least one of those seasons. But it's, it's just great fodder to watch this play out and to see if the Packers stand resolute in not wanting to trade, right? Because we were getting ready to watch that happen with another team until legal issues put Deshaun Watson in this whole other world. I'm trying to make sense of what's going on with the lawyers today. I've read two articles, and, and I really don't come to a conclusion otherwise, other than that these guys all hate each other. Uh, yeah, and They're trying to play this in public and yes. not a whole lot of it's making sense. But yes, there you Texans, go. You just
3: summed up that situation entirely. You just summed up yeah, yeah, that yeah. situation very, very well, buddy. Nice yeah, job. Yeah.
5: But, but the Texans were going to have the same situation, right? Quarterback that didn't want to be there anymore. Mad that they got rid of his top guy. Bill O'Brien wasn't there to you know be the the great communicator and and protector or whatever you wanted to ascribe to him. Trader Bill is not there to be his coach. So he wanted out. And then, of course, obviously all the allegations came forward. So that's not even on the table right now. So now we're watching with Aaron Rodgers, and it's a million stories through back channels. Eventually someone's going to have to hit a podium uh, from his side whether he empowers a teammate, or maybe he has. And that's why we've seen the endless parade of guys that have played for the Packers since 2005 across TV and radio these last two weeks.
3: <laughs> uh, it is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Jason Smith and Mike Harmon in for Doug. So if that's the case with Aaron Rodgers, you're going to sit home till they trade him. Where is he going to wind up going? Now, I'm going to make one person at Fox Sports Radio extremely happy with this, and her dad, who happens to be an NFL GM, very happy. Yeah, But but I I want you to turn the radio down when I get to the point of why. Okay, that's that's probably going to help. Where's Aaron Rodgers going to end up this fall? He will take his first snap of the 2021 season on Monday Night Football for the Raiders against the Ravens. Wow, look at You, you. You have very few teams that can stay in the Aaron Rodgers race for a long time. You saw many teams move on, right? And Anybody who drafted a quarterback this year were out of the Aaron Rodgers business. But there's a few teams that can hang in there because of their situations, like the Broncos who went out and said, listen, Hey, we, we're, here's a big offer for Aaron Rodgers. The Packers said no, thank you, but the Broncos are sitting back and waiting because they have their two quarterbacks that they don't like either of them. Uh, they can sit back and wait until Rodgers becomes available. The Dolphins can offer Tua to of Iloa in return and say, hey, come here to South Beach. We have the draft picks next year, and that's one team. But the team that's going to wind up getting him is going to be the Raiders. And the reason for the Raiders, there's two main reasons. Number one, the Packers, this is where, this is where Lee Mayock needs to uh, turn the radio down. Uh, number one, the, I, get, I get that it is a destination for, the, uh, for Aaron Rodgers. He wants to go to the Raiders. But if you're Green Bay and you say, well, we got to trade him someplace, and the Raiders are a team that clearly would want him, and clearly they don't want him to go to the, to the division, don't want him to go to the Broncos, so they will overpay to get him. And so he'll go to the Raiders. If the Packers say, "What team do we trade him to, where we think he can do the least amount of damage?" It's the Raiders, because historically the Raiders can't get out of their own way. Right? It's been very difficult. Do you want to trade him to Denver, where they have all sorts of of, uh, of huge uh, offensive weapons? Do you want to trade him to Miami, where that is, or the Raiders, where let's see if you can make it work. Let's see. Let's see how things go when you get to your team. Even though it's preferred destination, hey, the Raiders have had a tough time getting out of their own way. So hey, let let's wind up trading him there, and and that's gonna to be the destination for them. And the reason that the Packers work with the Raiders is because the Raiders can give everything the Packers want in return. We can give the picks, we can give you players, and we can give you the quarterback that you need to sort of get by. Because if Jordan Love isn't ready, the Packers went all in on this guy, and if you stink... And the Packers, without Aaron Rodgers this year playing Jordan Love, you're going to pick first in the NFL draft. It, that, that's great for you, and you can restart things, but all those guys in Green Bay, they're all going to be out, and they all want to keep their jobs. So the one thing the Raiders can offer back is a quarterback who is good enough to go play right away. And With a team with some offensive weapons, maybe all isn't lost because Derek Carr is pretty good. Yes, he only likes to throw the football three yards down the field at a time, but that's okay. Derek Carr has been pretty good. The Raiders' offense was pretty good last year. But if you can replace Derek Carr with Aaron Rodgers, you have to go do that. But the thing about about Derek Carr is, is that he's the one guy. No other team can offer a quarterback. No other team can offer a quarterback saying, hey, we can make, give it kind of a soft landing. And he's a throw-in. All right, because clearly you're not going to keep Derek Carr if you're trading if you're getting Aaron Rodgers. So that's a throw-in. So the Packers can say we want all of these guys and we want Derek Carr as a throw-in, just like Kevin Costner in Draft Day and David Putney, because I bleep and feel like it. And the Raiders would say, okay. So they have clearly <laughs> you just what- made the starting quarterback
5: of an NFL team, David <laughs> Bleep and Putney. <laughs> that's they where have- the offensive stuff to the uh, Raider fans. They and have to, what the entity just happened. It wasn't that he could end up there. It was you said, Well, cause if it doesn't happen, you just really gave everybody what you think of Derek Carr. Because <laughs> I bleep and you feel just like have, it said You just kinda submarine that whole thing. It's like look, Lofty, hey, the trade, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr. Oh yeah.
3: But yeah, it's a throw in because well, no, but I mean, it's it's an easy it's an easy it, you know look. He's more than that, but there's no way they're going to go forward with him if they get Aaron no, Rodgers. So not. hey, so we, he's just part of the package. It's it's like an add in. It's like we're getting these <laughs> players and these picks, and then you're also going to give us Derek Carr. Okay, <laughs> all right, that's what we'll do. And the the Raiders don't want him in the division. They don't want to sit here and say, okay, now we're looking up at Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. They will go out and get him. Aaron Rodgers wants to be there. John Gruden will foam at the mouth to coach Aaron Rodgers and suddenly look at the, the Raiders and look at what they're going to do on paper with all their offensive weapons. They got a really good running game. They got a couple of really good wide receivers. I mean, th- this is going to be some kind of show when the Raiders get him, but that's where he's going to play week one of the NFL season.
5: See, I think, I think it'll make for good theater, especially if we can broker a TV deal where weekly we get Gruden and Rodgers talking to each other. Because if they're not on the same page, think about the, the follow-up Cooling off period is one thing, but as soon as the light's gone, what were you thinking about with this throw right here? <laughs> come on. Talk me. I mean, the anger that could potentially start to flow there would just be great and fantastic. But I really think the one thing they have to compete with is John Elway is going to do whatever he can. I know he's not technically the GM anymore, but his name's on the books. Come on now. Uh, he's, got, he's got to get one more legend to come in there. Got, got his run with Peyton Manning, and this team, with the right signal caller, is set up to at least be a challenger. Yeah, he, he pulls out all the stops. Hey, here's an extra place to go skiing. Here's, you know, the, hey, we know you like Colorado, right, because isn't his uh, betrothed from there? Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, you know, you start adding it up. Like, look at, you, we've already researched the private schools for you. I mean, all <laughs> of those things sell, sell,
3: sell. But it, it will tell you that the Packers are ready to tank if they take a package like that from the Broncos. Hey, we're going to tank this year and draft Sam Howell or Keaton Slovis with the first overall pick. But clearly, you know, that, that that's what they can offer. Like the Broncos say, hey, we'll give you Teddy Bridge. Hello, 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 wait, oh, oh, they hung up on me. Hey, we'll give you Drew Locke and Teddy Britt. Hello, hello, oh, they hung up on me again. I mean, nobody else has that. I mean, the getting Tua would be kind of interesting, and then you can go in with Tua and Jordan Love and see kind of what you have, but... Which guy do you like less? You, I mean, yeah. I mean, because you caught
5: yeah. after both of those yeah.
3: guys. <laughs> yeah, they, they
5: hate, like you. You use the word "hate" a lot. They don't like. No, no, no They, they no, no, hate no. Tua. Now wait and, a minute. And I, the Packers I, realize that Jordan loves a felt. We don't know what Jordan Love is.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I like Tua way more than I like Jordan Love. I mean, Tua, Tua is a guy that just needs to throw the football and not think about. I don't want to throw a pick on this play, so I'm only going to hand the ball to my tight end. No, no, no. <laughs> he, he just needs to be able to let it go a little bit, and he'll be fine. But I mean, no. But that's what it is. It's that. You can get that quarterback, and suddenly things will still be okay. And you can run the offense how you want to do it. You can run that sledgehammer offense the way, and you can take things out of the quarterback's hand. And Derek Carr can be like an elite game manager type. You can do exactly what you want. He's the guy that's going to tip the scales, and that's why the Raiders will wind up getting him. Twitter at How about a Fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. The Doug Gottlieb Show, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, in for Doug today. We got more NFL on the way, but coming up next, something that's been so great in the NBA for so long. And now, what is it really? That's next.
4: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro
5: on our hands, ladies and gentlemen.
2: They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TyRac.com/sports to see their vetted test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TyRac.com/sports. TyRac.com, the way tire buying should be. Did you ever play the over under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under thirty seconds or? I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six 50 in pick six credits. That's code Doug only on DraftKings pick six. The crown is yours.
4: Terms at picksix.draftkings.com/promos.
3: Fox Sports Radio, the Doug Gottlieb Show. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon. Suddenly, now I'm nine years old and I'm listening on an AM/FM you know, digital clock radio. Ooh, Rapture's on. Let me listen. Oh, let me, let me, let me get the <laughs> let, let me get the station in. Oh, it's crackly. Oh, oh, I got it. Perfect, perfect. Don't move. Let me listen to the song. Let me listen. I'm good. I think Johnny <laughs> Ramos just takes his own personal favorite songs and plays them on the show. You said that that like it's a bad idea. I I really think that's what Johnny Ramos does. Let's not just bring in my own Spotify. I got my own playlist. I'm just going to play it because I want to hear these songs. That's all. No,
5: John, you want to give folks a a little uh, thing behind the scene for you there or what?
2: Uh, Whether or not I play the songs I like.
3: Yeah. You want to confirm that? Uh, I can't confirm or deny that. How's that? Okay. Now, do you think now? now let me just say I may be getting too deep on this. Do you think because I said Aaron Rodgers is going to play for the Raiders this season that the rapture is coming? Is that what is that what you're thinking? That
2: wow, well, that's a that's a far stretch to go to the rapture for that. But sure, if you want to say that, I'll run with it. <laughs> I mean, the rapture, that's a pretty big thing there, Jason. I hear the rapture's <laughs> coming. That means, like, if everyone leaves the world, right? Hey, wait. Shanahan predicted yeah. that. Oh, I did. mean, come on. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay, I'm sorry.
3: Yeah, well, he was a couple of weeks off at least. Jets can win the Super Bowl if that happens, right? I mean, they'd be, I mean the Knicks can win the NBA title if that happens. Yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> sure the last act on earth they're cutting down the nets and then there's a what, what is that
3: there goes everybody goodbye and there's, there's, there and there's go. the ah. Thad- Thanos snap
5: to the world as we know it
3: you see them all leave they just start playing one shining moment just play it just play one shining moment Is like well, why, why did Julius that? Randall turn to Ash what's going on jeez <laughs> hey Mr. Thibodeau I don't want to go I don't want to go <laughs> Mr. Thibodeau, <laughs> stay here, stay. Uh, and then Thibodeau has to walk up to Leon Rose and say, I lost the kid. I lost the kid. Oh, we lost more than that, Tom. Uh, Tom. Come come with us. Come with us. Uh, you know, speaking of the NBA, you know, it, we're it's going to be a different – Experience watching the playoffs because yesterday we found out Chris Weber, now no longer on uh, NBA on TNT's playoff coverage. Guy's been on there for 13 years. Uh, Marv Albert's partner, and you know, always seemed to make news whether he was in the studio or doing a game. And you know, this kind of piggybacks on the Shaq thing from a couple of days ago where he said that you know, Zach Randolph was playing great power forward for the Knicks this year. <laughs> Sorry, I meant Julius well, Randle. You know. You know, and, and, and it's a thing where for the longest time inside the NBA, NBA and TNT, everything they did pregame, between games, postgame, it was the best studio show in the world. I mean, it was what everybody wanted to be with Ernie Johnson and Charles Barkley and you add Shaq and Kenny Smith and the way they wove everything in. It was absolutely must watch. But I I get the feeling now. I watch watch the shows now, and it kind of reminds me of when a sitcom is near the end of a really long run, like Cheers or Friends, where the last couple of years really isn't that funny, but people are laughing just because they're so comfortable with the characters. You know the characters so well. Oh, even though it's really not that funny, you you still kind of laugh. And I feel like that's kind of inside the NBA and and NBA on TNT. They're just kind of showing up now. You know, now granted, Charles Barkley's never been a guy to have a big work ethic, and you know, Shaq coming off the same kind of deal. But are these guys really doing the same thing that they had done for a long time, or are they just kind of showing up and just shooting the breeze on, on basketball now? Is there anything going on where they're, hey, we're talking to players still, we're doing X, Y, and Z, or are they just showing up and putting in the most minimal amount effort possible? Because I could show you a show from just two years ago, and you would go, oh my goodness, that's awesome, and then you watch what we've been seeing over the past year, and it's they're just kind of showing up. Now, maybe part of it is a bit of with COVID, and you don't know how everybody is kind of reacting to it, and certainly the set is a little bit colder when you have the distance, and it's a little mm-hmm. more harder. But still, the, the stuff that they do, I, I watch and I go, they're just kind of just hanging out and, and, and just, like, talking with each other and, and kind of, gra- you know, grab ass in a bit. And I'm like, that it's not really the same show. This is not the this is not the groundbreaking show that every year wins Emmys because it was that good. It's kind of existing on its reputation now. And it, it's not nearly the same. And, I, you know, I always say, listen, if you're done talking, let somebody else talk. Like, if you're done doing it, you know, let somebody else do it. Because I, I watch the show now, and I watch on the weekends, and I'll watch during the week, and you know, before we, we, we come on, I'll, I'll watch it all the time because, you know, we're coming in we come on the air at night, usually you and I at night, mm-hmm. following the early games, and I, you know, I, I get the breakdown of what they're saying, and, and it's just kind of there. And, and really I mean for, for a show that's been so good for so long and we're going to see it over the course of the playoffs you're going to see it's just where they're showing up and they're mailing in the show and it's just okay we're just going to show up and talk and then we're going to fill time and then we're going to go back out to a game or finish the show and go to commercial. That's kind of what inside the NBA and NBA and TNT has been now for for quite a while. There's there's a little bit of a rut and then there's okay this has been a couple of years now where this has been the show.
5: Yeah I mean it, it's just a question of the familiarity I mean you cited the Zach Randolph thing and and sometimes you don't know if it's a wink and a nod. Normally you pause and then eventually, you know, you break the fourth wall and you smile at the camera and go, you caught that, right? It's like it's a new era or something, you know, or or a producer is going to get in your head to say, hey, how about you clean that one up uh, <laughs> and, and, and make a joke in it uh, as you as you flow? And, you know, we talked about it uh, on our, our show in the evening a little bit, the departure, you know, of Ellen DeGeneres from her talk show and she issued the statement saying it wasn't a challenge anymore. She mm. also had a lot of other uh yeah. stuff start to f- circle about as to what was on screen versus real and imagined and and look wherever you fall on that the the point is during covid and everything else that was swirling as to how much longer she would they take the show from her altogether or would she get to go out on her own terms or somewhere in between and whatever it is, but saying, Hey, it wasn't a challenge anymore. Kind of disrespectful for all the people that hustle to get your show on air. So John Ramos, Ryan Bershinger, Deb Carson, we love you. Uh, And (laughs) so to to all of that, just making sure you acknowledge the efforts that others have and and, and trying to help you look good. And I, and I think what you get to is there there is that all right we've been doing this it's a well-oiled machine you know the players you know the coaches and maybe that shifts a bit but also it's the all right if we work really hard what are the ratings and what do we get in terms of attention say i don't know let's just say to put a number on it just say 10 appropriate of nothing 10 (laughs) and then we do A half ass job, and we show up 10 minutes before we start, (laughs) and we find out it's a 10. How incentivized are you to change up what you're doing if there's no real balanced shift in terms of the metrics. Yeah, maybe a couple of folks will say, hey, you're just not trying anymore. But overall, you're still pretty well received. People like you cracking on each other and Ernie shaking his head disapprovingly and you move on, right? Unfortunately for you and I also, a lot of the times that they're in the middle of their hijinks, it's muted because we're on air. (laughs) or talking to each other about something that's breaking and wanting to figure out how we're going to approach it or, or whatever else. So I've got subtitles and I'm missing every third word. So I have no idea what the, I'm not even in on the joke half the time. So, <laughs> you know, for me, it's, you know, trying, trying to figure it out and you, you get to maybe get it to its own natural course, but back to the Weber thing, perhaps it wasn't moving the needle. Perhaps him opting out of the NCAA tournament was something they weren't terribly thrilled about. And maybe He's a guy that doesn't rate in the Q rating as highly as the others in terms of being able to not be on your A game as a new generation of basketball fans say, this guy played where?
3: No, I. I well, first of all, I want to say I think that's a great title for your autobiography. Mike Harmon, I'm not in on the joke. I think that's a great title. That's a great title for an autobiography. you got to stick a that. That's not bad. I'll, I'll stake claim to that. You got to stick. No, but it, it's just an overall quality. And it, 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 it look it's it's like a sitcom. Hey, at the end of a run for a sitcom, are the ratings still pretty good? Sure, they are, right? And it, but it, you're you're kind of existing on just what you've done. And there's a difference in putting out something that's quality and something that well, people are just consuming because they've always had to and they have always done it. And and it's become a habit. But I, I, look, I've I've seen it the last couple of years. It's it's just a it's just a different thing. It's a it's a different kind of show. It's a different kind of feel and for the longest time it it was the gold standard all the other studio shows as good as all the other studio shows were every year it's like this is the best and yeah maybe it's just natural that after so many years it's okay we're kind of done Uh, but still it's you you would think that when you you know to have some kind of pride in what you're doing that okay I want to make sure this continues to be something great you know and and that's always been the guys that stay around forever are the ones who stay into it that are making phone calls and talking to different teams and talking to GMs and doing all that stuff. You know, that, that's that's kind of just what you would normally do. Because in, in any business, you can see the quality of something suffer. And there's a difference between uh, something that is successful versus something where you see a different quality. Just because uh, something is successful doesn't mean it still is good. You know, and, and, and I, you see that all over the place in, in radio and television. But that's just part of where we're at right now. Where, okay, hey, guess what? People are saying things on Twitter about you, so it must be good. What we did on TV right there must be really, really good. Or is it just people on Twitter saying, oh, my God, that was ridiculously bad? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They're talking about us on Twitter, so everything is good. We have some moments. I see Chris Webber trending. I see Shaq trending because he called uh, Julius Randle Zach Randolph. I mean, really? I mean, I get that that's kind of funny. Oh, look at that. We got attention. But, I mean, come on, really. Dude just said uh, said Zach Randolph instead of Julius Randle. I mean, if he did that by mistake, that's rough. If he did that on purpose, what does that tell you where they're going for? Hey, we're just going to try to say stuff to, to grab attention. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call Julius Randle, Zach Randolph, and see what happens. Can't fault a good strategy. Yeah, I'm going to be able to say – because then he said hi to him after. Hey, what's up, Zebo? Like, I, I, like maybe that was something he decided. I'm going to do this on purpose. I can say hi to Zebo and we move on. He, he won somebody and a bet. I right.
5: bet you <laughs> I can get him to just say the name what? Zach Randolph. I and what? he got a text <laughs> at the commercial break. <laughs> Ah! like Remember how we used to mess with Ryan Hollins <laughs> when he'd be doing a TV spot? It's like, oh, all sure. right, rub your eyebrow.
3: Yeah. Adjust your tie. <laughs> Shaq got a text from James Worthy. I bet you can't get Zach Randolph's name into the next segment. I got you, man. I got you. Watch this.
2: You know, it suddenly, is hey, Zach
3: Randolph. It could, be, it could be that simple. <laughs> I bet you can't get his name in. The secret word is Zach Randolph. Randolph. Let's see if Shaq
4: can get that name
3: in. Tick 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 tick
4: tick 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 tick. tick, Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
3: You know, just for a second, let's understand that the biggest, the, the most ridiculous story of the week has been Bob Baffert trying to explain why Medina Spirit tested positive yeah. for for uh, a PED. Uh, remember when he said right after his interview, but did all the rounds with Dan Patrick, he was everywhere, and he said, "Well, the groomer uh, had a cough and he went to the bathroom on some hay that Medina Spirit ate and that's how he got the steroid inside him. And it was, are you kidding me? That's like a 14-year-old's excuse. It's something my daughter would make up. Let's just say that somebody went to the bathroom and and the horse ate the hay. Great, let's use that. Because then, oh, by the way, very quietly you know, a day or so ago it was oh, he was uh, treated with something by a vet and uh, that's how the steroid actually got into his system. and, and
5: let's look. Let, here's the other thing, though. I, I would have been going on the attack of how minuscule the picogram is. It's one trillionth of a gram, folks. Go watch Scarface and and imagine that, you know, just a, a, a gram of all of that. You know what a gram is? It's small. One yeah. trillionth of that. Not a mountain. A trillionth of that is what he tested positive for. But yeah, he, all the uh, the dancing and, and running around didn't was a really bad look. But as we know, names play, and people know who Bob Baffert is. And uh, the class action lawsuit, as I said, is uh, starting to get filed, and someone actually won one that was long standing and got a twenty thousand dollar payout for a, a, a doping uh, incident in a race. So perhaps. Perhaps there there will be something to roll through here. It is going to be an interesting to watch. Either way, they're not taking my bag because I won
3: on that, that bet. The picogram, just to, to put it in proper perspective, is one trillionth of a gram. That's what I said, yeah. It's one trillionth of one a gram. One trillionth. Yes, a trillionth of a gram. And a gram is a thousandth of a kilogram. <laughs> I mean, it's a drop of water in the, like, you
5: you know, you take out a little pipette and you drop one more uh, drop of water to an ocean. That's basically what we're talking
3: about. (laughs) No, 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 that that doesn't work. This this is a better analogy. Think of how in Ant-Man and the Wasp, as Ant-Man kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller in the quantum realm, that's how small a picogram is. just keeps getting smaller. Amoebas are standing over him. Oh, my goodness. It just keeps getting smaller. That's what a picogram is.
5: Yeah, I I think that's the biggest thing in this is just to remember what the levels are that we're talking about at horse testing positive for. It's not like, (laughs) hey, they, they went and they took out some massive ass syringe and just jammed all this stuff into them. No, no, it's trace amounts, but it's enough
3: to trigger the positive test. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug Gottlieb. Coming up next, it is the press, Antonio Brown in hot water again. We got the latest for you right here on Fox. Fox
4: Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
3: Fox Sports Radio. I'm back in the club in, in New York. Hey, let's go out tonight, man.
5: It's cool. I, I I just remember this being used on a Chicago. I think it was a Chicago radio station. As I'm trying to get my dates uh, proper, when the horse named Swale died. Oh yeah, okay. This would have been all the way back in 1984. Uh, won the Kentucky Derby in Belmont and died eight days after the Belmont and on a Chicago radio station while talking about the race, they kept playing this in the background. Wow. It was the the strangest.
3: Wow.
5: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Just, you have weird connections to a song. Yeah. And that is it right there. Yeah. I just thought it was, hey, you know, Johnny Ramos is going to 80s night tonight somewhere, but apparently it's going well. To be a well more yeah, I
2: think you brought up uh, the one trillionth of something, and you know, did you, did yes. you bring up Scarface or something? I like did, that? I yeah, did, so because I did. Well,
5: because <laughs> the way the way this has been described all week about failing the drug test was like you sit behind a, a mountain to blow, <laughs> as opposed to one trillionth of a gram of a substance that caused the positive test. Yeah, so the Versus, song,
2: I felt the song. Was you know indicative of the thought patterns. It's
3: a a callback, as it were. First you get the Derby, then you get the Preakness, then you get the Belmont. (laughs) Uh, Let's hit the press.
6: The press. All right, Deb Carson, what do you have for us in the press right now? All right, we'll start from Pimlico. Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirits passed pre-race testing and has reportedly been cleared to run in Saturday's Preakness Stakes. Nine to three favorite. And uh, it will start from the number three post in the 10-horse field. In a similar story, or in a related story, I should say, attorneys for four bettors have filed a class-action lawsuit against both trainer Bob Baffert and the owners of the derby winner, Medina Spirit. The bettors are suing for racketeering and fraud, alleging that Medina Spirit's win in the derby constituted illegal gambling. Of course, the horse tested positive for betamethasone. Anyone who bet on Medina Spirit would still get to keep their winnings, but unfortunately, uh, if the second sample comes back positive as well those who bet on mandaloon would not get any money
3: oh, fool with no horses boy i'll tell you medina spirit's gonna win the preakness because they kind of has to right you got to keep the story going i mean nine to three favorites pretty uh pretty severe and yeah. keep this story that gets another two weeks out of this story yeah
5: oh i i agree uh look go wire to wire just like in the kentucky derby Keeping
3: an eye on that. Yep, yep. You brought up Swale. All right, D.C., what's next?
6: All right, the Nets' big three will reportedly all play tomorrow night against the Bulls. This would just be the eighth time this season that Durant, Irving, and Harden would take the court at the same time in the same game.
5: Nine, eight. Uh, let me tell you this. <laughs> oh, I haven't heard that in forever. forever. That's, that's awesome.
3: <laughs> uh, I said total number of games these three are going to play their entire time with the Nets is going to be less than 50. I am feeling so comfortable at this right now because they're going to lose in the second round of the playoffs. I'm going to be at like 15, and it's going to be, we got to break it up. We can't do this next year. It's not going to work. Oh, this is awesome. I'm feeling so good. I'm like playing with free money right now on this prediction. Yeah, no, it, this goes well past Crisp. Time
5: uh, in your world, if the second round exit begins, but look, they've been able to dominate even with one guy playing. It's a six-man tag match, and they—they just—you want to take a couple nights off? Yeah, uh, you can coach in a suit. That's the way it's worked. It's worked thus far. I think they still make a run to the conference finals. I'm happy as hell. Exactly.
6: All right, moving to the NFL, Tom Brady said he had quote pretty serious end quote knee surgery this <laughs> offseason, the first surgery he's had in 12 years.
3: <laughs> uh, hey, uh, I don't know if any, but no one was covering this, and this didn't get leaked. I want people to know I had knee surgery. I'm really coming back now. Uh, look, Brady is someone who is slowly seeing the test of time and the ravages of time get on him. He was able to keep it at bay last year with the Bucks, and it worked out. Uh, he's able to play extremely well at the end of the year when when suddenly Bruce Arian says, hey, why don't we just do what Tom likes? And the last four weeks of the season, hey, that worked out great. Uh, it's going to be a different story for Brady this year. Uh, trying to keep it going everybody's a year older they didn't get better they didn't add anybody they kept the band together they're going to get caught by a lot of teams Anything else? second pair of recovery pajamas that's all
5: i have to say
6: about <laughs> <that>. <laughs> 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 and finally guys according to don Cheadle, new scoop here michael jordan will be making an appearance in space jam 2 oh
5: you yeah. gotta have him beginning. save the movie
3: yeah, well, wow, LeBron can't think? carry a movie. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> hey, get out there and press.
4: That was the press. <laughs>
3: so, this is kind of like Captain Marvel. They make it the Marvels now. We don't want Brie Larson to be the one. So, that's <laughs> oh, how it's going to go. Yeah, you're not a fan. I know that. <laughs> Twitter it out about a fresco. Mike, it's swollen Dome This is Fox Sports Radio.
0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears.
6: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
6: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
4: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.